I'm Dylan. I'm Camille. And I'm Tommy, the second cousin of Chucky. Nice. I like you better. Charles uh, Lee Robinson? Charles Lee Ray. Oh, I got the R right. Pretty good. Pretty good. And here comes Charlie Robinson, the baseball player. Yeah, they never they never say his name outside of like the first movie. Maybe in like a little, maybe a little bit in the beginning of this. Yeah, they say reference him, but like he's Chucky. Um, funny tidbit about that actually that you bring that up. Um, so the Tommy doll that gets its fucking uh, head smashed in, uh, they named it Tommy after Tom Holland, the director of the first movie, who went on to play Spider Man. Uh huh. Different. I know. No, same. <laughs> Obviously different. This movie came out in 1990. Unless you believe in time travel. Tom Holland was probably born in 1990. No. Probably so. Oh wait, because that would make him younger than me. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So you know I know how time works. Time works. Yeah. Uh, tonight on Black Hat Horror. <laughs> tonight on Black Hat Horror, we were talking about Child's Play 2, the second part in a series that boasts seven films and a reboot and TV series. This film is one of seven reasons why we are scared of dolls as kid and kids as kids. We we're scared of dolls as kids and thought it both. was cool to smoke cigarettes while doing laundry. I agree with you. I am also scared of kids. We follow Chucky as he tries to finally get out of this hellhole plastic body while slaying everyone in his way. And sweet, sweet Andy as he tries to prove that Chucky is alive and trying to kill him while being sent to a foster family. We get a doll on. We get doll on doll violence. Seven kills, an impromptu eye surgery, and a Terminator style warehouse ending. Sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. You forgot the coolest gal in town. The, coo- the coolest orphan <laughs> to ever uh, wear fucking leg warmers. Yep. That's true. Cooler than Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. Even referenced her <clears throat> bad habit. I know. Smoking I mean, and being cool. You know, if you're going to do laundry. You might as well might smoke as well cigarettes. Smoke. I mean, it's, yeah, seriously, if you're just going to light up afterwards, like, does it really fucking matter? She's like folding laundry like, these clothes are so clean. Got to blow smoke on them so everyone knows they're mine. Yeah, the poor Charmin bear. They're not Charmin. It's the Snuggle. Snuggle. The Snuggle Charmin? bear. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Snuggle is toilet paper. Yeah. Charmin's for yes. <laughs> not your clothes. Yeah. Unless you shit your pants. And Snuggle's then it's not both. a bad name for toilet paper either. What oh. is it? Snuggle. That's not what it. The Snuggle Bear. Or yeah. What, is that right? Yeah. There's a there's a laundry detergent bear. Yeah. Right. That's the Snuggle Fabric Bear. Fabric softener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. You got it. So. This movie rules. Um, it was a very fun movie. Uh, compared to the first one, especially. I haven't seen the rest of them. Um, don't really know that I want to. Uh, oh. Temple and I, while we were waiting on um, Camille to get off work, watched the intro to uh, the opening, like first five minutes of Child's Play three. Yeah, because uh, I was like, Dylan watched this, and I hadn't done my rewatch yet. Yet, and I was like, <clears throat> I was like, oh, dude, the intro for Child's Play, like the opening credits for Child's Play two, is so good. And then uh, I was still right. But I was thinking about the intro for Child's Play 3, because when I watched the second one, I was like, oh, yeah, also open, awesome opening credits. Mm-hmm. But I was in my mind, I was seeing the other one. I do like Child's Play 3. I think it uh, has some cool stuff, for sure, beginning and end. But this movie moves at a clip. Mm-hmm. It, never, it never stops going. It's never boring. Uh, it feels like, you know, it feels like a 
30 minute television show yeah like it feels it moves quick yeah super quick i will say we have blessed ourselves with these first two episodes of movies that are not at all boring no so that's pretty cool that's true hallowed be thy name mm-hmm. for, for mm. gods well we chose it us we are yeah. our we own are gods pat god. yourself on the <laughs> we are our own gods there won't always be somewhere to do it for it someone somebody there to do it for it yeah um, okay, so from the tippy top, uh, directing this film is uh, John Lafia. Lafia. Uh, he started his career in uh, 1983 as a stre- uh, set dresser for Space Raiders, which uh, I have not heard of. It sounds cool. And the poster for the movie looks pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know that one. Um, and then in 84, he was a lead man in Repo Man. What do you mean the like that was the name of his character? No, so Rebo Man stars Emilio Estevez yes. and one of my all-time favorite actors. Right. Um. So a lead man. <clears throat> he's just essentially like he's behind the scenes, so he's just like oh. a, yeah, he like has a team with him and they work on the film and stuff uh, like that. Because okay. for me, I was just like, what? And, yeah, uh, I was yeah. like, that's not. He's not Harry Dean Stanton, one of, <laughs> one of the one of my favorite people that's ever been in film. Yeah. No. He's yeah. not that. I was also confused. I yeah. looked it up, and then I didn't find what I was looking for, and I quit. Yeah. Mm, so. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but in 1988, he made the leap to writing, directing, and scoring his film, uh, The Blue Iguana. Uh, I didn't really read too much into that one. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Iguana. I was thinking Blue Lagoon. I was like, I think that's just like a Cinemax titty movie or something. But Blue yes. Iguana, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it brings to mind to a... I think there's a Lucio Fulci movie that has iguana in the title, but yeah. that's well, not the same. Although I will say, um, I think Island of the Blue Lagoon or whatever you're you're referring to, it, it's not intentionally a Cinemax titty movie, yeah, but it it's... starred Brooke Shields. Oh, is it the Brooke Shields one? Yeah, yeah. It's when like... she was really young, I think she might have been like just of age or close to not of age. It was like a a place for her to like you know take her top off in the style of like a young Alyssa Milano or right. Phoebe yeah. Cates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in a couple of those actually. I think the, was she also, man, I don't remember what the name of that movie was, but she was uh, a kid that grew up in a brothel essentially oh, and so. then also became an employee. Weird. So, nice. yeah. Oh, Dylan McDermott. Just Dylan a, McDermott is in that movie. Mm-hmm. A quick run through the two uh, of the uh, the Blue Iguana, two overzealous psychopathic U.S. tax collectors blackmail uh, bounty hunter Vince Holloway into stopping an illegal transfer of $20 million from a te- uh, Mexican tax paradise into the U.S. Uh, the poster that I'm oh. looking at is reminds me of um, uh, Wild at Heart, but meets like Streets of Fire, <clears throat> which is two things that I really care about. Ah, oh. uh, yes. I'm looking at a very different a vibe one. That's, I'm into. that's pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, um, uh, after after working on uh, The Blue Iguana, it was, um, uh, oh, it was selected to play a midnight screening at Cannes that year. So, that's pretty cool. Um, but then that same year, he uh, went on to co-write uh, Child's Play, the original Child's Play. Uh, John was the one uh, to come up with the name Chucky and coin the phrase, hi, I'm Chucky, want to play? Which is pretty neat. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fucking yeah. rad. It's like everybody's like, oh, you ever seen like Chucky? You ever seen Chucky? It's like, it's Child's Play before yeah. the first three movies. And they like, like, well, we can't call it Child's Play, The Bride of 
Chucky, right. whatever. We just call it the <clears throat> Bride of Chucky. Right. Or, but yeah. Yeah. Child's Play is a good ass name mm-hmm. for this for this movie. Yeah. And the second movie, another movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, though, he directed Child's Play too. Um, and then after the excess of uh, the success of the Child's Play films, he went on to write and direct. Uh, Man's Best Friend, which is a uh, sci-fi horror movie that looks like a Kujo ripoff. Yeah, cool. Uh, He took a break from film to direct a video game, Corpse Killer, for Sega, and then write uh, episodes of television. And Corpse Killer, dude, the (laughs) fucking uh, the the... (laughs) what a dumb name for a game and perfect name for a Sega game. Oh yeah, Uh, and also um, the uh, cover of the game. Is pretty fucking dope. Look at this. Oh, Look at that. Oh, it's like a 32x game. Yeah. It's, oh, so it's like an FMV game. Mm-hmm. Wild. It was yeah. It. Oh god, it looks so cool. It oh, looks oh. similar to. Uh, makes me think of. Like, uh, zombie, with an eye. Mm. Fulsey movie because there's like some looks like he might be on an island or it also makes me think of like a cannibal movie. Yeah. With that crummy. Crummy, awesome cover. I'm oh, have to... it does look very tropical. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to save this and put it um, on Instagram because it kind of rocks. So... Yeah, it's the good kind of bad. Yeah. yeah for sure. Um, some of the uh, <clears throat> some of the television episodes of note, um, Fri- uh, Freddy's Nightmare, which I didn't know existed, was a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street TV sh- uh, series written oh, by Wes okay. Craven. I know the Friday Craven. the 13th show where it has nothing to do with Jason. It's just like they, it's like a place with a bunch of spooky items and like somebody like picks it up and then the episode is about oh. that. that in some yeah. way or another. Um, but I did not was not aware of the Freddy show. Yeah, there was two seasons of it and he directed a couple episodes of that. Also Babylon 5, Ghost Stories... Uh, and the Dead Zone, mm, but the dead, he, oh, yeah, the yeah. Dead Zone is also a movie that I didn't know had a show, a Cronenberg mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, um, that's the, the only version of that that I knew of because my parents owned oh, the season. He do like the mini series of yeah. the Dead Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a Stephen King thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Cronenberg movie is good. Yeah, it's not a, fa- a top like five Cronenberg, but it doesn't stink. Yeah. Um, he did pass away in April of last year. He, um, Rest in peace, John. Yeah. yeah. So, You gave me one of my favorite horror movie sequels. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, also, he's a, he was a musician. So, Aren't we all? It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> awesome. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, someone released, because I don't think it was him, but somebody released his music from like 1980 to 1985. And oh boy, it's, I mean, it's, it's a drum machine away from a Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah. I love Pretty Hate Machine. I love that record. It's like, it but, was like pre-industrial, like what was going to become industrial, yeah. Yeah. you know. It was more on the Kraftwerk side of things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also exactly. like Kraftwerk, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. To each their own. Um, <laughs> so that's a little bit about the director, uh, John LaFia. And then, um, of course we have Don Mancini who has written, Every single Child's Play, Chucky, anything. Everything but the reimagining, reboot, right. redo. Yeah. Uh, which I did not realize that he did everything, which kind of makes sense why people um, 
makes more sense why people are like, oh, like Child's Play is actually pretty good because there is a, it's a stronger through line than right. some of the other uh, murderers you see on uh, someone's like fucking tattoo sleeve. Right. That is true. true. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know that I could ever get a Chucky tattoo. Oh, no. But I'm he's also. The, he's the least cool looking. I mean, I wouldn't get a tattoo any of these things. Yeah. But I mean, the o- each their own. The only one that I know for sure that I would get and probably will get is Leatherface. But I love him. Yeah. But I'm not going to put a, a hockey mask on my arm at any time soon. Uh, yeah. But. I mean, call people you do. Could, and you could double as a slap shot tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like that people. Uh, oh, my gosh. All the cats are just up in our biz um i feel like the people that have chucky tattoos and this is not a slander this is merely go, an observation <laughs> just an observation we uh, we peruse the internet for chucky shit and we saw really? a bunch of just like so you know yeah rough, rough work something um, might call it you i cringe. feel like they they have chucky tattoos and they probably have uh what are those things called those hatch the juggalo Oh, Hatchet Man. Oh, yeah, Hatchet the Hatchet Man. Man. I can I see like, that because of like the. Like, oh, there's got to be crossover for sure. for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's crossover with all, like, with horror in general. Yeah. With the. Uh, the Juggalo uh, community. Dark Carnival. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, I, yeah. I've heard you're pretty good people. So, you know, what my favorite you know. thing about yeah. ICP and the Dark Carnival is, is that, like, they're like, oh, it's this big concept thing, blah, blah, blah. Then we'll tell you what the Dark Carnival is. And then it just ended up being, like, Jesus, which is so lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking cool. Dude, what I will say about ICP, <laughs> don't care about their music, but they are DIY till you die, though. They I, cult, mean, I mean, they cult have cultivated a f- fan base like few bands do. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, like, you know, ICP and, like, 311. Yeah. Yep. A tool. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> You're, like... Num- all very different bands. Yeah. All, uh, you know, with... All with... Uh, with Die with, with good With, like, you know, positive... Like, reasons that I understand the fandom i mean no matter how hard like you hit your vape there's not going to be an imagine dragons festival that's just imagine dragons you know what <laughs> no, i mean no. yeah. not gonna happen yeah but what were you what were you saying Camille? i don't know that's it you're looking at the oh, okay uh, yeah okay. i will say that uh to add on on to what you were going to say and then what we ended up saying every video of somebody like talking about chucky like was either with a puppet someone did it with a puppet which was fucking just it was bad it was really bad um it could have been creepier yeah yeah it was it was more uh cringy i believe we like to say these days and then there was another one of this guy that it looks like he was like twitch streaming and he was just like what chucky and just like being just bad you you know what you should do what um i mean i don't know how good you are photoshop but do a Chucky that looks like a hatchet man where he has like red dreads and a hatchet and he's doing like he's like oh that's tight it's pretty funny I bet I, yeah I'll do that someone probably so already did it. make a million dollars mm, yeah <laughs> um so Don Mancini um in 88 Don was still a junior at UCLA and wrote uh the script for Child's Play um before that he wrote uh Cellar Dweller I don't know if anyone's heard of that film but it came out in 88 um and the uh, the script uh, took a lot from or for Child's Play took a lot from seeing what he what his father did because um, his father was an advertise was in advertising <clears throat> and Mancini was always like 
always thought that it was wild how the marketing worked for Cabbage Patch Kids because they're like these kids dolls that like adults would beat the fuck out of each other for to get. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the beginning of the uh, of the like hot Christmas toy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw it with like uh, the Elmo like uh, Power Tickle Rangers Elmo toys, Tickle Me Elmo, Furbies. Yeah. I mean, there was the also yeah. the uh, is it the. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, Jingle All the yeah, Way. Yeah, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. I love that movie as a kid. Or whatever it's called. Turbo, Turbo Man. Turbo Man, yeah. They actually just, I, if the internet is telling me true, um, <laughs> <laughs> they re-released a Turbo Man action figure that is like a 12-inch Turbo Man action yeah, figure. I'm sure and I was like, some this people bought cool. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but if someone gave it to me, I'd take it. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I'm sure it sold for more than anyone's willing to buy you a turbo. <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah, he thought that that was wild, and that coupled with the fact that he was inspired by like Talking Tina and the Twilight Zone and other killer doll movies, led him to make Child's Play. Isn't um, the like the the buddy is another? There's another like there's that toy that looks more similar to that in real life than yeah. Yeah. than uh, than Cabbage Patch doll. Right. Yes, there was. Uh, there were actual buddy dolls. My cousin had one, and when yeah. I was little, I didn't know that it wasn't Chucky. Very creepy. It's crazy. I just thought it was Chucky. Yeah, you crazy. Yeah. They didn't just like sue the living pants off of uh, like MGM or whatever the studio is. I think it's Universal. Uh, it was, it was MGM, yes. for one. This one, yeah, for this one, one's and then all, I think all the rest are Universal. After yeah, that. or at yeah. least the next couple. Yeah, um, I think it might be the rest of them just because I think MGM was trying to, uh, it was being bought out by somebody. Yeah, that, and they just didn't, they were trying to clean up their act. Yeah, they were trying to make more it family more friendly. family friendly. So they this were like, not family fuck family. that. No, it's not. It's the opposite. Um, so the original script of the first movie was quite a bit different um, than the child's play that we got to see. Uh, the voodoo aspect was not there at all. Uh, Don didn't really care for it. And. Um, uh, <clears throat> essentially what it was going to be like so the movie was going to be called um, uh, Batteries Not Included mm-hmm. but then that was going to be a movie already yeah it's like an Amblin movie uh, that is very cute about yeah. little tiny alien robots that help some people like be ungentrified yeah from their like you know shitty old apartment it's mm-hmm. a very very cute movie with very cute robots different different movie yeah yeah also a great name for a movie right but then it was also going to be called blood buddy um a because hackier. the doll <laughs> was meant to be like you know the the dolls that you would find that would like piss their pants or whatever and then he had to change it yeah it was like that but with blood it oh, wouldn't piss yeah. blood but Which it would bleed makes sense with uh there's a scene in this movie where kyle gets pulled over while chucky's got like a knife to her and yeah he's like you gotta go get andy so i can try to get back in his body and the cop pulls over and um He's like, what's the deal with the doll or whatever? And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you've seen dolls that pee. Yeah. This one bleeds. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yep. And he's like, well, all right, whatever. And that's that's like a nod to the original script. There were several of those. Which is going to probably happen throughout all of these movies because yeah. Don they recycled wrote everything. Them all. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I had this idea. Couldn't fit it in here. Yeah. Like, if it's worth saving. I'll... Right. He probably had a lot of ideas that didn't, didn't get through, but yeah. he found a place for it and it worked. Yeah. So the original like script was the doll bleed like would bleed. So Andy cut himself and cut the doll. There was a blood pack. The doll yeah. comes to life. Andy's bullied all the time. The doll goes and just like fucking murders the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Which it's still <laughs> a little bit hackier because it's like who's gonna make a doll that bleeds? Like that's right. not a very good like. 
it's not very reasonable. Which right. is like funny it's a good like it's a it's a good fun like hacky horror idea. Right. But like it's not as believable. Like we wouldn't be. I mean, of course, we'd still be just as scared because the doll kills things. Right. Like, when we saw a doll like that when we were little, but like it's weirdly it's not. It makes less sense than it being like. I dare say though that Don Mancini would argue: Is it any less? Believable than voodoo? Give me voodoo you know? instead. I mean, Give I me will voodoo say, instead. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Voodoo. Yeah, I think I don't believe in voodoo. Yeah. I, I think it's silly, but I think that a doll that bleeds is like a step too far for my broken brain. It's right. Like, yeah. It's like like kids that would want a doll that bleeds are too old to want a doll, and think that a doll that bleeds would be dumb. <laughs> I would get. I, and also, like your parents would be like, "That's different... disgusting." Like, yeah, they would. Yeah. yeah, like my parents weren't like. You get blood with, all over the upset place. Upset with Beavis <laughs> and Butthead, and my mom hated Red and Stimpy, but I yeah. watched it with my dad because we thought it was funny. And yeah. there's no blood there. It's right. just like kind of gross and like lots of butts. Violent, but violent in a um, in a like Looney Tunes way. At least Red and Stimpy, just a right. little bit. But then you add boogers, and it's gross. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, with Child's Play 2, it was going to be a little different um, because um, Don Mancini and um, uh, John LaFia both wanted to tone down the voodoo aspect of the movie, and so they did. I mean, it, it was talked about a little bit, but some of the carryover was the, the doll that bleeds. It is the motivation for Chuck. <clears throat> right. And so they had to work around that, which Don Mancini was, uh, a- any time I've ever seen him talk is just annoyed at that fact. But hey, man, you got seven movies and a bunch of money. And so you, you, got it out of, yeah. you got it out of the way in like the second one. Yeah. And, you, and it still made sense in the second one. Right. And the way you, you threw it away. Yeah. Pretty on point, buddy. Like the way you decided to say, tell it to fuck off mm-hmm. was pretty classy as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Um, so the, the bloody doll or the bleeding doll, the teacher being killed was in the original script and the ending at the warehouse was in the original script too. So there was a bunch of stuff. And like we said, that's pretty much in every single movie. There's carryover from what they wanted to do before and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it doesn't fit. Like, okay, well we're now we're closer to the situation where this might happen without making a two hour movie because... Nobody wants a two-hour Chucky movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> Definitely give me, give me, not. Give me 90 minutes and let's blast. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff that you can go watch about Don Mancini talking talking about Chucky. I mean, that's his whole career, really. Exactly. So, like, yeah. I imagine there's, there's loads. lots of great information and interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we um, moving on to Alex Vincent, who is our lead character, the sweetest boy. Um, Andy. Do you think Andy from Toy Story? was named after Andy from Child's Play. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's quite possible. It makes sense. I mean, they both got talking toys, just one of them's cooler. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind of a bizarre sick joke from Pixar. Exactly. First, first outing. Yeah. So uh, Alex Vincent, at the uh, age of five, Alex wanted to act. His neighbor was an actress, and he saw her on television. And after was fucking little kid mine. Yeah. After seeing her on television, he was like, I don't want to fucking do this. So he asked her to talk to... Uh, her manager for him uh and then that ended up uh like landing like he landed several commercial spots and he's a cute little kid yeah Yeah. and he was doing commercials before he beat literally hundreds of other kids for the spot of andy and the what sealed the deal is he wouldn't curse in front of his mom while she was there so he would pretend to forget his lines where he cussed oh so cute and when they found out that he didn't actually forget his lines he was just 
acting like he didn't know them because his mom was there that secured the deal. Super cute. Yeah. I hope, and I hope he, Mr. Vincent, is doing well these days. Well, I mean, he was in Child's Play 2, Waiting Until Spring, just like the movies, Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, and oh, literally... Oh, back! Yeah. He's been in several movies. I mean, he's been in loads of shit. I think and, he... Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't think he acts anymore. He has like a... Um, Vape shop? Um, no. <laughs> he does writing and stuff. I know, he I'm also has like a media company. Yeah, of based sorts. out in Orlando, Florida, yeah. I believe. Yeah. But he was, he did act, uh, he was in like a uh, in credit scene in either Curse or Cult of Chucky and was straight up in one of those two. One of them he was at the end and one of them he was actually in, uh, apparently. Cool. So, um,. He's like, yo, these residuals are lit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, this is more, this is Brad Dorf and, uh, Dorf and Alex. But so um, Brad was uh, very rare on set for the film due to the fact that he recorded all of his lines before the film was made. Who is that? Um, the voice of Chucky. The voice of Chucky. Oh, yeah. I guess I should say that. Brad Dorf. Maybe, maybe some people don't know. The voice of Chucky. Yeah. Um, so all of his lines were recorded in advance so that um, they had the lines to match up the doll talking with, uh, talk, talking with those lines. Along with. <laughs> yes, yes, along with. So um, like recordings were brought to Alex to go off with that were like the recordings that, that Brad had did before. Yeah, because rarely do you see Chucky actually speak while something else is in the frame. Right. So it's like a close-up or whatever. So it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah. at least he can act off of it and then we'll – yeah. Um, you know, get our, you know, our remote controls out, all our tiny wires to yeah. pull to try to make it look like he's actually speaking. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jenny Aguter, I'm assuming is how you say her last name, because I'm sure it's not well, a it. gutter. Agutar. It does look like a gutter. Yeah. To yes. be honest. <laughs> uh, said that this was the worst filming experience she ever had, which is rough. Yeah. But I mean... Um, like when I was watching this, I was like, who is this lady? Uh, she's obviously British because her American accent's not great throughout the movie. It falters quite a bit. Yeah. But I was like, who is she? I know that face. I know that face. I know that face. And yeah. when it was over, I looked her up and she is the nurse from one of the greatest horror movies of all time. American werewolf in London. That's, <gasps> That's why I know right. her face. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And then of course the man who plays her husband is another face we've all seen. Yeah, I don't. I like. I don't really know a whole lot about him. Um, um, I know that in this film he is a um, sort of shitty dad with a lot of really smart things to say, but the way he says them is shitty. So it's hard. Yeah, he loves his wife, and my assumption is that they like can't have kids, so he's like yeah. entertaining it. But when the kids are rough and like putting her through it, he's like kind of upset, which is understandable. But it just sucks because he's being mean to like you know problem a strange children. a strange yeah, yeah to like problem children yeah. but you can kind of understand where he's coming from <laughs> even though like your heart's with andy because you've seen the first film and you know that he's not a liar right but what he's saying is bananas so yeah. like yeah i give the dad a little bit a leeway yeah. yeah it is rough i i definitely feel for him yeah as well because you know he's like he's right they yeah. really are not equipped to take care of Andy, but she he, wants him. She, she wants to help. She wants Andy. to help, and he yeah. uh, is a wife pleaser. But Gar- yeah, Garrett Graham um, 
he's in Phantom of the Paradise, which is a great early De Palma movie. Hmm. It's like a rock opera that I highly suggest. Terrorvision, which I have yet to see. Used Cars, which is early Zemeckis comedy. Um, I feel like there's so much stuff that you've seen his face in. He was in Star Trek a bunch, too. Apparently. Oh, yeah. He I feels like a TV guy mm-hmm. as well. Chopping Mall. He's just kind of a face okay. that once you see it, you know the face. Gotcha. Um, this was uh, Chris and Ellis's film debut. Uh, film film debut, which Christine is really cool. Elise. Yeah. Yeah. What did cool. I say? Kristen Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. You're stupid. not stupid. It's just different. Uh, it's Kyle. Okay. And then Kyle. Uh, yeah. we have Grace uh, Zabriskie. Yes, who plays the mom of Susan in Seinfeld? R.I.P. Susan. And um, and there was a there was a Chucky two uh, VHS on. Um, Jerry's shelf apparently on one of the first scenes that she was in. Yeah, which is very funny. But Mm -hmm. um, she is also mostly famous for being Laura Palmer's mother. Right. Uh, And then to go back to uh, Christine for a second, she is in a league of their own. Right. And nine hundred two one zero, which are like the two things where I was like, (laughs) I know that face. Right. She was. She's got a strong draw. She's very memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Just last child's play too. Everybody's seen this one. Yeah. Uh, couple couple last things for my my little part. We got. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that this was really fun. Jessica Walters from the Booth family, uh, fame from, Bluth. yeah, Bluth. Oh, oh, I just missed the L. Bluth. Yeah. Whatever you've seen Arrested Development, she's the mom. Yeah. And she was originally going to voice Chucky, and uh, so wild decision. Yeah, I know. It's like Brad Dorf. What is like Brad Dorf? What is his career without Chucky? Dune. Yeah. <laughs> End. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what he did in Dune. I don't know. I don't know either. But I assume you're talking he was in David Lynch's Dune, I yeah. imagine? Yeah. Um, also, the opening scene for the film originally was going to be set in a courtroom that featured Andy's mom. The scene was going to end with her going into a psych ward for insisting that Chucky was alive. Uh, effectively cutting her out of the film. I'm glad it wasn't. Right. Because, like, you just... I think they used un- that in Curse of Chucky, though. Okay. It makes or Bride uh, like, of Chucky. It makes sense, but you don't need to see that. No. And then if you see her, you assume that she's going to come, come back, back into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whatever. And it's like, you just believe that, and it makes Andy feel even more alone, not even seeing... You not even seeing his mother at that right. point. I feel like it's a smarter choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this was due, uh, done due to uh, budgetary restrictions. Both uh, Catherine Hicks and Chris uh, Chris Sarandon were supposed to be in it, but they didn't have the money. But they shot the scenes, or they just you said when they use that scene later, it's like yeah, shot later. It's, yeah, it was gonna. I think it was it was in one of the it's other not films. Like a cutting room floor thing. It's right. just like oh, it was part of the script, but we didn't have we didn't actually shoot it. Right. And then lastly, um, the. Uh, Graham Reville? I don't know how you would say his name, but um, the guy who was the composer for the film. This is his first, like, uh, semiphonic, uh, like, full Hollywood film score. Um, And when asked by the producers um, if he had done a score like this before, he lied and said yes, which 
is how you get a job sometimes. So do it. If you think you can do For it, sure. lie. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like pre-IMDB, just lie your way in there and work really hard. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, you can probably still pull that off in some smaller stuff. Yeah. But uh, getting on a child's play too with a lie isn't going to happen today. Right. Not anymore. Probably not. But if you think you can lie and get away with it in terms of, of this sort of thing, do it. Yeah. Because then... Nothing drives you to do a thing that you wanted to do more than your imposter syndrome. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. 100%. Or you're crippled with anxiety and (laughs) uh, disappear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you know, it worked out. I I assume it worked out okay for him. Yeah, he did well. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back and hand the show over to Camille to talk about some of the special effects in Child's Play 2 that were mostly similar effects that was in Child's Play with uh, four million more dollars. Helps. Helps a lot. And we're back. Yep. Woo. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Like a, yeah. um, Like a cop car? (laughs) Woo, 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 woo. Okay, you guys. Child's Play 2 special effects are a lot like Child's Play 1. <laughs> With a little more money. Yeah, more money, uh, less little people. Yeah. No little people. No LPs? No, no LPs. Um, the robots took their job. So there wasn't a giant breakdown on how they did the animatronics for Child's Play 2, so I'm just going to go back real quick. We're just going to get in our little time machines and go back to Child's Play 1, and I'm just going to do a, a brief recap of how they did it then. Yeah. I mean, covering <laughs> Child's Play 1, obviously a fun thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Child's Play 2, probably less talked about, but a quality movie. I kept, Nonetheless, yeah. I kept seeing, like like articles that were like uh worse like that it was like a bad sequel or it like wasn't as good as the first one like i don't know man i I don't really agree i could argue that the first one is better but as far as horror movie sequels go yeah i mean (laughs) it's pretty good i got strong feelings on this one yeah they're mostly positive Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely also i'm not gonna watch the sequel for any other genre we were just talking about that. Uh, only horror movies will I watch sequels for the most part. Yeah. Uh, that and I guess obviously Star Wars because like you have to. Yeah, you're just like yeah, I guess you know. so. At this point, you don't have to probably. But <laughs> no, at one point you probably had to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't imagine meeting a person that was like, I watched A New Hope and I then mean, I stopped. Are, like, act, <laughs> like that's uh, wild. Action movies and like which is Marvel movies are like the only action movies. Like your John Wicks. Yeah. Um, your Die Hards. Your Lethal Weapons. I've only seen Hills John Cops. Wick too. Uh, I, I want to watch the first one. I've only seen the second one. And John you know Wick is not bad. Fucking a wild good time. <laughs> I have never seen any of them, so we should watch them. All right, them. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so Kevin Eager Productions uh, did all of this. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was uh, Kevin Yeager Productions Incorporated at that time or if that came later, um, but Kevin Yeager was like. Uh, head honcho mm-hmm. and so animatronics was super duper new for the time when they were doing Chucky sorry just kidding Child's Play, Play 1, one. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time they had uh, one person for each facial feature uh, so that's a little, 
all fish wires. Yeah, all the fish wires and and bike. And I think blah that, blah blahs and that's how it was with this one too. They were talking about there was three people on. Right. On just the face. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. And then um, they had many heads uh, because if you'll recall in Child's Play 1, he started to deteriorate as he became more human, which mm-hmm. sort of happened in this one. Not as much, but a little bit. Um, there just wasn't as much time, obviously. Yeah. Um, so they had 12 puppeteers uh, for probably 10 different dolls. They used a servo puppet for um, one of Chucky's bodies. All the limbs were connected and controlled by bicycle cables uh, on one doll. They had a half puppet Chucky on a roller to control his upper torso. And then they used a drill for the flailing and kicking uh, Chucky. So anytime Chucky was like, meh. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, it's just That's, like pulling a trigger of a drill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just like spun him around, basically. Yeah. yeah. The um, what is a, a servo puppet? Tom, like um, Tom Servo? Yeah. Mystery Science Uh huh. That's 3, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think I'm joking, but that's I'm actually. <laughs> yeah. So I think the servo was like the um that that I I say animatronic just because that's what they were using it for, but like that machine that goes uh, in and out, if you will, or like forward and backwards like Like piston type of thing or more of like a um i think there's like an arm uh, yeah yeah kind of like this uh bendy uh thing that's holding my microphone i got you okay okay okay. so you were exactly right so yeah kind of like a a puppet on a claw Mm -hmm. correct (laughs) and if i'm wrong I'm wrong. Come at me, guys. I don't care. Okay, so. Yeah. DM us. <laughs> so that was just, uh, so basically, all of those things, only better and with more money. Because obviously, you can tell things moved a lot more fluidly mm-hmm. this go around. Yeah. So there was no need to employ um, Ed Gale. And then there's a lot more Chucky in general because, like, he's right. in from Jump. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they also didn't have to utilize, um, you know, like the, the uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? We used it last time when we did the gate. Force perspective. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, they, they had a doll that stayed the same size. Yeah. Right. Because they had better access to better technology. Mm-hmm. Correct. And yes. I, and I think, too, to the point where in Child's Play one there were 12 puppeteers for like per doll but i think i remember hearing that in child's play yeah i think i heard on child's play 2 there was only actually nine five six seven eight nine ten eleven it looks like gotcha probably um according to the um credits of the film yep you got it oh yeah yeah nice. uh, and wikipedia thanks wikipedia maybe one day i'll give you money um but probably not <laughs> what, a, what a job to be like the guy that like does fundraising for wikipedia yeah like, call up millionaires and be like hey you ever like really excited to find out who played mod on mod <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel yeah. about br you got like 80 grand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do it's only happened to me like once and it was like oh, this year where i got the ad that was like hey do you want to 
they run it over like certain amount of months or whatever. Yeah, like, or it's just it's funny because I was like, absolutely not. It's, I'm not gonna do that. It's a, a big server, I, I'd imagine. But then yeah. I, I, I use it. They, to me, the internet is a series of tubes. So right. I don't really know. <laughs> it's not really how it works, but yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. You know, like it's. I know it's not, but right. like, it might as well be. Yeah, um, I got it today while doing research. Gotcha. It was it was the red banner too, mm. so they were really trying to get my attention, and I was just like, ooh, I July just really is need to a read Wikipedia this. fundraiser, You're like, yeah. yeah, or um, or like you know, not the guy that in a suit that calls rich people right yeah someone's got to be doing that. Someone's got to be hitting up like um, you know, like big corporations um for tax write-off stuff to donate money to Wikipedia yeah. and things, just oh. like any other service or nonprofit. Yeah. Just like NPR, mm-hmm. you liberals. Viewers <laughs> like <laughs> you. Just kidding. PBS. <laughs> yeah. you, wait, wait. I, Don't tell me you owe my money. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. We, we I watched be fired a, for that joke. We, wa- we watched a PBS special, was it last night? Mm-hmm. And I'll give my money directly to Ken Burns. Yeah, it was well. It was an American <laughs> yeah. experience, actually. Uh, so about what? Yeah. Um, uh, Leopold and Loeb, uh, murderers. Mm. Yeah, but it was it was cool because it's like yeah, it's murderers and it's you know you hear a lot about that at this house. But this was like something <laughs> that's most podcasts. You're forced to listen to it when you come over to hang out with us. But but this one, like the case was actually pretty groundbreaking in terms of uh, the death penalty and like mm, yeah, how yeah. all that stuff works. Yeah, but historical ramifications yeah. on the justice, justice, justice system. Just you nailed it. Good justice job. System. Justice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's so really less good. force perspective. Less force perspective and or none. Um, so that's probably good for them. Yeah. Probably was easier. Can you imagine like a, uh, a Honey, We Blew Up the Kid, but it's like a Chucky movie? <laughs> yes, I could, actually. <laughs> just, yeah. That's, like, a, that's actually really, Chucky 9. Yeah, obviously really bad and yeah. not, not quite in the vein of like what Chucky is, should, and uh, has been, but uh, funny direction to take it, potentially. Also, yeah. the second, the second you blow up Chucky, there's going to be a Chucky versus King Kong movie, and no one Ugh. needs that. Oh, I hate that. Ever. I hate, I, for some reason, I hate it. I don't know why, but I'm Because it would be action. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would not be not good. Interact. And then the end credits, Mechagodzilla shows up, and it turns out that they bang. Oh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So, so anyway. anyway, all right. Okay, so um, for this go-around, uh, Kevin Yeager said, to the EW staff in 1990, do you guys remember Entertainment Weekly? Hey. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had three main Chucky dolls, uh, two cable-controlled and one radio-controlled. They had seven radio-controlled heads with varying expressions, specialized stunt dolls, including the flailing doll, to reflect Chucky's most rabid state. Cause he... When he's really pitching a bitch fit. Yeah, which is like a lot. He is kind of a big, giant kind pussy of a baby. But... I mean, yeah. he has a pretty good reason to be angry, considering he's also evil man. He did it, though. It's all him. He did it to himself, but whatever. He did it to himself to save himself from being an evil man. <laughs> yeah, it, it, just to be more evil. What a, it's yeah. fine. You it, know? Is, it is pretty funny for him to like, bl- like, he's definitely putting the blame on Andy for him being trapped in a doll. It's like, 
hey dude you did it do you <laughs> yeah, remember when you a, did the whole spell but he's like and an shit insane serial killer so it like makes sense yeah, yeah he's like this wild narcissist yeah, yeah. definitely oh for sure yeah. definitely um they had three blow-up heads capable of expanding to regulation basketball sized used yeah. for the movie's climax love that word the goosh uh yeah uh <laughs> seven <gunk> it really <laughs> did this movie did have a cum shot yeah it literally did uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> um they had seven to nine puppeteers working simultaneously and um over they spent over one million dollars uh for the effects for child's play movies in general sorry for the two child's play movies so that's including one and two um wow yeah i see i would think it'd be more than that you but. would I mean, think a million dollars is like quite a bit for i mean it's a i mean if you gave me one million dollars right now i would say that that's a lot of money sets and stuff yeah and child's play 2 has some wild sets yeah oh yeah yeah for sure i mean we with one of the documentaries that we watched you got to see like the warehouse that they created all the dolls in. i mean there's like 10 oh. people in that warehouse alone and that was that was uh during the making of the first child yeah child's play as well yeah so yeah so many mullets. Oh my gosh. So many mullets in. There, there was some pretty fucking cool hair though. There was that one guy who had a mullet, but his mullet was choice. There's a pretty yeah. like in this movie, um <laughs> all the guys have glasses that are like were probably nerdy glasses at the time, but today they're all cool guy glasses. Mm-hmm. Like oh, the glasses okay. I'm wearing like right now, like somebody in Child's Play had a <clears throat> version of them yes. and they're doing like like they're they're wearing like Qual- like we're just pulling from the late eighties, early nineties for our glass for our male yeah. glasses at the moment. They were David Koresh glasses. Let's just call well, them. Well, I mean, they, they, they have, some, but they're so, some of the smaller, uh, nice ones. Like the guy that the guy um, that is like the schlub of the like owner of the company, like his right hand man. Kevin, he has like cool. Yeah. I think he's the one with cool tiny. But some, yeah. there's some guys that have some nice, some really nice glasses. That is movie. true. That is some yeah. of them also have your like typical like uh, clear aviator Koresh glasses. Yes, but not all of them. Holy shit! I noticed them as quite a, man a few who wears of them. Yep. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like there was a few of those, but there was some also like classy ones. I yep. prom- I fucking promise. There's yeah. a picture of David Koresh that looks just like fucking. Um... Oh god, why can't why can't I remember his name? Tommy Wiseau. Uh, yes, but but also um. The the guy who possessed Chucky. Why can't I do this? Brad Dorf. Uh, <laughs> oh, Charles Lee. Charles Ray. Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. yeah. If he didn't have the signature glasses on, he would look like Charles Lee Ray. There you go. Speaking of narcissists. Okay, so puppeteers, you guys, eleven of them. Uh, we have. I'm gonna name all of them because I think that it's important. And I have the word here. So, uh, <laughs> Kevin Carlson. Uh, he is most notably known for playing Mr. Potato Head in the Mr. Potato Head show, uh, which aired on Fox Kids from 98 to 99 for less than a year, oh, which is oh, crazy. So I assume that that only happened because of like Toy Story and Toy Story 2 years ahead of time. Um, because Mr. Potato Head and like, because Toy Story is 95. Toy yeah. Story 2, Maybe. I think is 98 or... I don't know the turnaround on Toy Story 2. I don't know, dude. I watched like... 
five minutes of that show because I could not recall it, and I was also a little like bit older. Old for that, yeah. yeah. Um, and it did not seem to have anything to do with Toy Story. It no. was. I'm not saying insane. It, not saying that it necessarily does, but like the reason that there's even the show even got greenlit. Maybe so. Perhaps it was wild. Wait. Um, so, so you're saying that you think that Mr. Potato had the show. The only reason why it was a thing was because of Toy Story. Yeah, it might not have anything to do with Toy Story uh, as far as like plot, but just the fact that it ex- that they like greenlit a Mr. Potato Head show in like '98, well after Potato Prime, a, mm. you know, a, a right. prime, prime Tater. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, was, it definitely reminded me more of like Pee Wee's Playhouse yeah, or yeah. the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. His, or... spud, his spud Starlight had uh, faded. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Until he was very, very funny. It looked really bad in Toy Story. It was pretty bad, but I mean, like if you're a kid that age, I guess that's fun. Um, okay, so Sandy Grin, Mecky Heisen, F. Charles Lutkus the Third, David Nelson, Ron Pipes. Anton R. Ruprecht, 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 something German, <laughs> Shannon Shea, Van Snowden, who played H.R. Puffin Stuff from 1969 to 1971. Dope. He was the lead puppeteer on Pee-wee's Playhouse, um, and then he was also part of the puppetry and programming team for the development of Furby's facial animatronics. Oh, this uh, guy with Hasbro. Is the, the Golden Star. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also did uh, Crypt Keeper uh, puppetry for so Tales dope. from the Crypt. They must have been stoked um, when they got this guy. Yeah. yeah um, he worked on Beetlejuice and one of Dylan's favorites, Starship Troopers. Dude, this guy's a certified um, fucking banger, dude. Yeah. He's a G what? Sure. Yeah. Michael there's, A. There's, real also, quick, like, I'm got sorry. lucky with projects. There is, yes. A lot. There are three things right and, here that are like three of my favorite things yeah and there's so there's a lot more like i super paraphrased on this dude like so much more um this uh this person's name i do not know how to say michael a t-r-c-i-c so however you say that didn't do beetlejuice Fuck you. Well, okay, I don't know. We don't know that. I didn't look any of these other people up because they didn't have like a hyperlink and, you know, and that's not. The other guy had such a long um, cast list that. Yeah, long, a long work list. Yeah. That's that that strong. Oh, I don't have a hyperlink. I can't, I can't say shit. Exactly. (laughs) We, none of us can say anything. Uh, If my life ever has to be paraphrased, that would rock, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but. I mean, I can do it for you, but. Not I don't need that. Life. I don't need that for you. Like, I don't need that from you. Like, not recorded. Loved cats. <laughs> loved cats. Loved booty shorts. No, loved... we're not doing this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, in yeah, don't uh, yeah d- yeah don't um, count your chickens before they roost. Uh, don't bury a living man. That's up there. Oh, you're so smart. So many fables. So many wise words. <laughs> uh, I I just don't want that for him. I would love you to start writing uh, fortune cookies. Okay. uh, In Brock Winkless the Fourth, he was a puppeteer for the first four movies. Um, Also, uh, puppeteer for Crypt Keeper for several episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Nice. Yeah. Um, Something kind of wild and notable ish. Um, the International Alliance of the Theatrical Stage Employees uh, picketed the shoot of this film. 
because they were using non-union employees and they said you know what we'll fix that uh everybody signed a union contract and, and everybody they got their SAG card, and they're like, what? Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy. Um, uh, some of the other companies that were responsible for the making of the special effects were the Apogee Productions. They handled the Optica, Optica, Optical and Vista Vision plates. I don't know what that is. I should have looked that up. Vista Vision yeah. plates? Yeah. Uh, image and uh, sorry, image engineering handled mechanical effects, and then of course Kevin Yeager Productions uh, handled all of Chucky shit. Um, so another reason that part of all of this worked so well is that because the animatronic doll did not appear on set super duper often, so when Chucky showed up. There were several times where Kevin Yeager actually stepped in to direct those scenes. Yeah, so he's like, did... I got an idea of what's going to look best on the other side of the camera because That's I cool. know what the... it looks like. It's kind of like Ray Harryhausen right. shot all of his stuff in his garage. Right. Yeah. So, and you can't just... I, I mean, I, I think that it would even be a disservice to a director who directs just film in general to say hey can you direct this doll mm-hmm. i imagine it's like a peter jackson sort of situation but i mean yeah nowadays with like big action movies like your marvel movies they're, they'll hire a director and be like okay well all the action stuff's already previs and you really have no control on that so like right. it's just gonna be plopped in so it's like that's like oh, all right well work with it i guess i'm gonna try to make the best movie i can around the fact that this is already here there you that's go just, directing a movie like that just seems like it would fucking suck yeah but yeah. it's uh that's a whole different conversation yeah. yeah definitely and then you already mentioned um this dylan that they pre-recorded all of brad dorf's dialogue mm-hmm. so that they were able to take the um animatronics uh sorry they were they took the pre-recorded dialogue and then they made the animatronics along with the dialogue so yeah yeah um that puppeteer that controlled the head which looks like um old school like headgear like for people who had uh braces like Mm. way back in the day and they had to wear like that strap on their head yeah that's what it looked like we'll we'll have to find some pictures for you guys and put them on uh on instagram yeah because it's a really cool like thing to see it's 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 very neat. Very it's fun. really magic. Insane. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Also, I think my favorite thing about all of it is not just that it's like movie magic or whatever, but it's like all a bunch of nerd dudes hanging oh, yeah. out, like playing with their dolls, yep. and that's like yeah. super fun. They're getting to make art and get creative and like see how it all comes to life. And oh yeah, they get to be really proud of that. It's fun. Imagine being able to and ladies, it's... not to say it's all dudes because there were no, there were no. I mean, we talked about the creature of the black Moon at one point. It's not yeah. all dudes. <laughs> yeah, you well, got covered one, for life. <laughs> one day I'll, I'll re-edit those shows and put them up somewhere for you guys to really listen to them. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not all dudes. But I will say it's very cool to like. Imagine like getting a call from someone and like, hey, do you want to work on this movie, uh, Child's Play? Like, oh yeah, what are we gonna be doing? I'm like, well, you're gonna be building a doll from nothing, and then it's going to become the most iconic doll ever made, and it murders people. Right. Like, that's yeah. so but fucking also cool. Also, imagine um, a world where it might be a way, a, a like 
career mm-hmm. to make visual effects for a film. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean imagine a world where that was a thing, and mm-hmm. it's like it still it, it, is, it still is yeah. but not in the way it once was. Right. That's for sure. It's well, I, I think it's making a resurgence, which is really important. I mean, yeah. I I never saw the remake, um, but I know that they they made it a special point to rely super heavily on practical practical special effects Mm -hmm. um and i didn't even really touch on like what all kevin yeager's done but i mean um nightmare on elm street yeah he's got a rap list a bunch of other things yeah Yeah. so i mean yeah it's yes he's not this is not um like you know the only thing he is not it's it's not necessarily his claim to fame it's just another notch in his uh it was like right it was early-ish in his career, there is a cat playing with a crinkle toy behind me. That's what hmm. that sound is. Gotcha. Um, uh, t- just to rattle some off real quick, uh, the spider Web Chronicles, uh, Aeon Flux, Lemony Snicket, 13 Going on 30, uh, Adaptation, The Master of Disguise, uh, Blow. Rumpelstiltskin, Hellraiser. Mission Impossible 2, Sand yeah. the Gun. Yeah. Yeah. So many, Based so off. many I mean, credits. Those are ones from the like mid to late nineties. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Uh, Bogus Adventure uh, has some really fun stuff in it. Yeah. Really. He was also did work on Freddy's Nightmare, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Dude, yeah. Cherry Two Thousand. Oh my uh, god. That's a movie that, oh, is directed by the guy who he basically only ever made one other movie, but he made one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And I have not seen Cherry Two Thousand. Melanie Griffith, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is, yes. Yeah. I mean, killing it. Yeah. He's killing the game for sure. Yeah, he's just a really neat guy. And Still he married did, to Catherine Hicks. Yes, yeah. Nice. Kind of wild he's only nice. 60. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Way a lot of work. Oh, he's from Kansas. Lawrence. I love Lawrence. Aw. Anyway, so, yeah, that's it, guys. That's that's what I got. Nice. Uh, a lot of the same thing from before, but only better, less little people. Sorry, yeah. little people. All right. Well, we're going to take another break, and then we'll be right back to hand over the show to uh, Temple and then finish it out. Cool. Never wait. Wait. Uh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, don't wait. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Or you, is it the show on? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, you can, Here I you am can doing it. like fucking Detroit House. Child's <laughs> um, oh, Play 2. Real quick, this uh, episode is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors yeah. Light. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor. Yeah. So it wasn't Cor- Coors Light. It wasn't free. Child's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Play 2. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorite horror movie sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a bit of a caveat that has more than three movies in its franchise. Right. <laughs> right. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's so many horror films that have a million movies in them, and I think that this one kind of stands above for a lot of reasons uh, that are, like, simple and smart. But, um, Child's played the story of a voodoo voodoo serial killer man puts his body into a child last minute as he's being uh you know chased ultimately by the police and uh then ends up at a home with a small child named andy and ends the film uh in a in flames 
Right. Um, <clears throat> mother gets taken away because she's like, hey, this doll was trying to kill my kid. Of course, that's the kind of shit, like, Florida woman says is kind of the vibe we get here. Right. Uh, right. So the kid is taken away and put into an orphanage. And then he starts with them having the actual doll. Right. Which I thought was crazy. Yeah. Which I is also, also, like, this movie yeah. is stupid, but it is makes sense in its own, like, uh, in its own stupidity without mm-hmm. winking at the camera. Right. Which I think is really nice and a huge benefit to why <laughs> this movie is good and stands up because it's not overtly, uh, com- like, trying to tell you it's a comedy, but it's obviously... Comedic Like, enough. comedic yeah. and not as spooky as the first film. But also, I will say that the with just the intro alone has one of the coolest like ways like to reintroduce you to yes, the but, character. But the title screen where where it actually says Child's Play Two with the burnt face of Chucky from Child's Play One, it does <clears> the, and then it just like cuts Child's Play Two. It looks so fucking. It dope. looks great, like because you get the burnt face mm-hmm. and the eyeball, and they're like scraping the shit off of the face of this older doll, right? And it kind of reminded me of um, the scene in Toy Story Two, mm-hmm. where uh, he gets like the fat nerd guy like gets the Woody, and he like retouches him up. Oh. Is going to sell him. That's the old man, but yes, there's an old the old man. The old man, yes, up. the old yeah. man touches him up, but the fat nerd guy brings him to him. Right. Yes. But yeah, and like, but this is kind of the opposite of that, in where mm-hmm. it's like not this like loving like touching thing, where like, oh, he finally gets to, uh, you know, be appreciate. He, he's getting appreciated in a way he once was, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and like back to new, and he's got some like worth. Uh, whether it's just the time from this person or the fact that there's value yeah. on him. This is Chucky just getting his face scraped off, so it's like kind of the inverse of that. Right. And it's much much before that, but it reminded me of that mm-hmm. scene in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, my thought is like, how are they going to reuse the same buddy? Yeah. And the reason for it is like, oh, we just need to prove to everybody, to the... The, and the like, investors. And... Well, the, to the investors, but also to, like, the public, because people are writing, they're talking about, at the supermarket, all of the tabloids are like, this killer doll, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So they're like, okay, well, we're just going to, it's silly, but you understand their logic. Right. And right. it's all done, like, in conversation. Right. Well, and it's not that unbelievable because they are a corporation. Yeah, and we've all, we all remember uh, 90s tabloids. Oh, oh my gosh. Bad boy, baby. Oh, we uh, the world news. Yeah. But it's okay. like, oh, if we were real build it, we'll prove it didn't happen. But the toy makers are putting them back together. And they're like, we normally don't do this by hand. And, he, and they get shocked to death. Yeah. Not only and then they're shocked. still like, oh, well, let's clean this up. It's yeah. no big deal. Right. Don't worry about the doll. I got to talk to the investors in about two minutes. So make sure no one sees these dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, Chucky is already committed to two murders right uh whether he was cognizant of it or not and we go to andy who is going to be uh orphaned off yeah right. family and he's orphaned off to a new reluctant family where he goes home with them they have a very bizarre home full of a bunch of garbage yeah very bunch of garbage it's a bunch of cute garbage it's and at first i was like i was like what is this house yeah. but they even explained that it is collectibles and they have mm-hmm. in this this very large house because they are fostering kids 
there's only one other he- kid here at the moment, and it is our resident badass. Yeah. Yeah. Our resident, um, you know, club girl Madonna vibe. Yeah. Uh, Every 11 year old girl. And her name is Kyle. Yeah. What what a cool name for her. Yeah. Yeah. Her name's Kyle. (laughs) Yeah. Badass. She's got a strong jaw. First leg warmers. She's got a million outfits in this movie. She has the strongest jaw in the first scene you see her. She's smoking a cigarette. This movie takes place in like four days and she has a stellar outfit for each day. Yeah. Yeah. Her uh, facial structure actually reminds me of like what all of the tank girl illustrations oh, of like yeah. the comic like the most recent comics are basically okay, yeah, not necessarily yeah. Lori petty but <laughs> right no no yeah, no yeah. like the actual uh comics yeah that's cool it's very fun but yeah 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 so the dad's not too keen on uh him on mm-hmm. the on the kid the andy sees a uh, is like in his new room playing with toys and they forgot to get rid of the, one of the buddy dolls. They yeah. fell down, which seems so, mm-hmm. it's like, why would there have a buddy doll in here? And she's like, well, mm-hmm. we foster a lot of kids. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, all the excuses are handled pretty well in this movie. Right. Which I really appreciate, but they're all, they're all very convenient. So I can understand somebody being annoyed or upset by the conveniences, but yeah. to me, they're kind of a plus in this movie because they're convenient but like explained enough to where it's not just like a slasher movie right because this is a slasher movie but it's elevated by um having some internal logic no matter how ridiculous it is for everything that happens and it also the camera movement in this movie is incredible yeah the camera is always fucking moving and not in an annoying way mm-hmm. and i think it really helps to the fact that this movie is 90 minutes and feels like 30 minutes or yeah. 40 minutes like it feels like an hour well this max. is the the shortest movie in the entire franchise oh really mm-hmm. yeah the uh uh the court scene was gonna push it to where it was around the same length as the rest of them but yeah this is the shortest one and i will say i feel like <clears throat> if you take a slasher movie and you make it to where there is one person that your like antagonist is after. Kind That's of great. Like, kind of why <clears throat> Halloween Two is also very good. Yeah, because it's like they are after this one person. And and like that's compelling. And then there's just the rest of, you know, the other people who are just in the way. And that's fun because yeah. it's just like you get your cool kills that you want, but the person that you want to survive survives. Yeah, or you, know. you want, or you're watching him or her want to survive. So right. It's like why Halloween two works. It's why Child's mm-hmm. Play two works. That's why um, there is a sequel to Freddy three. Like why um, Nightmare on Elm Street four is a direct sequel to Nightmare on Elm Street three mm-hmm. is because it's like oh oh we can keep it going because there's something here. Right. But yeah, I think that's I think that's what makes it. I mean, I I like the child's play series now i mean i've only seen two but i like it more than like friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street just because and it's absurd it's a it's, it's, a, a it's killer wild doll. to even say that you're like yeah but this is a guy that kills dream, kills people in their dreams it's yeah. also crazy but and there's a lot there's a consistency like a cool... here that follows up with the fact that dorf not dorf um mancini is credited to all of these films right and i don't know why but for some reason i care more I, I in my brain I like more a a voodoo killer doll more than 
Freddy Krueger's like super like stretchy arm oh, shit. As soon as I Freddy see Krueger. the stretchy arms, I'm out. It's in a dream. <clears throat> I know, I don't I, care. I, I, I'm yeah. I'm out. I mean, I get it. I know why it works for some people. It doesn't. It does not work for me. Yeah, I love Freddy but... Krueger. Child's Play Two is bizarrely special to me, and they have a hard like I have a hard time trying to figure out why. But at the same time, I watch this movie and I'm like, well, like it's just a fucking blast. Yeah, like it's right. just fun and mm-hmm. it never drags. Yeah, and even when it's dumb, you understand why the dumb thing happened. Mm. I don't think it's overly dumb. In no, I agree. Though. I you agree. Know, like I, I really don't think there's anything that's overly campy or I, I don't. It doesn't do the wink. No, there's no wink, and I, I honestly don't think that it's such a bad thing that there are definitely like a there are allusions and with yeah. an A to the previous movie. It's kind of like and, the silly movie is convenient, and it's like, well, of course the silly movie is convenient. Yeah, that's what are the we whole mad point. about convenience for? And like, the, at least it was convenient in an intelligent way, right? Yeah. And I think that it's kind of nice because, well, yeah, the theory when you make a movie is obviously you make it for the love of the art and hopefully to make money. Um, but if someone doesn't necessarily have to. Had doesn't they didn't have to see the first one to enjoy the second one that's not the worst thing no because... and i feel like this movie does a good job of that yeah because it's like okay well you get the idea you get thrown in and you get chucky peppered in from the beginning right like chucky they show the doll they shock the guys the uh like right hand man of the like big boss man throws the chucky doll in his trunk after andy's adopted and the chucky doll uh, holds holds a gun to his head to try to get to the house. Right. And it turns out it's a squirt gun, which is also very funny. Yeah. Love it. Very Love funny. it so much. And I will say that nobody that dies in this movie is great. I mean, you know. At- I think the mom is great. I don't think the dad's a bad guy. I think I the teacher was mean, but that actress is perfect at playing a mean lady. She's, oh, yeah. every- she's great in Donnie Darko, a movie I don't like, but she's great at wanting to punch her in the mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's also great in Tu Wong Fu. Oh, so, Tu Wong Fu. Yeah. On my need to list. Very good movie. Um, yeah, I don't think that the mom and dad characters or that the foster parent characters were the horrible. dad's frustrating. He uh, he's frustrating, but it's also like you get it. Like yeah, he's very extent, believable. Yeah, he's he is not a father, and he's just trying to please his wife. And um, if you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, that's a very toxic way of running your relationship. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that for sure. Yeah. But um, you know, I get. I've seen a lot of couples that that's how they function, and yeah. so I get that, especially back back in the day you know Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people believed yeah Yeah. um so but there are definitely like irritating factors about them that you just know like at some point they're probably gonna die yeah they're fodder for yeah uh, for charles lee ray exactly yeah Yeah. so chucky gets to the house Mm -hmm. and um he immediately swaps places with the other buddy doll Mm -hmm. which like you would think that the mom, see, he's freaked out by the buddy dolls. You would think she would just go throw it away or something, but mm-hmm. she just puts it downstairs, which is like, okay, that's like the convenience thing where you can like poke holes and be like, well, it's silly. It's like, yeah, but it's a silly movie. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff like that with the convenience, and I'll try to stop pointing it out yeah. because it's obvious and it doesn't take away from the fun of this movie because those are kind of the moments that you laugh about yeah. as opposed to like, you know, um, the movie like knowing that it's like being silly yeah uh which kind of adds 
you know, to adds one to of the layers. Yeah, it adds yeah. to like why this. I think this movie still holds up. And, and when Chucky buries the other doll too, it's cool because you're just like he beat and he well he beats its face in with like yeah. a one of their trinkets, mm-hmm. and then they have to pay for the trinket later. And then the dad it adds to the dad being like annoyed by the small kid mm-hmm. uh, about by Andy and being like, hey man, this kid's like a liar. I've had yeah. enough with these fucking foster kids. Yeah. And uh, like I said, this you assume that like, oh, well maybe she can't have kids. That's why she does this. And, yeah. Like he loves her, but he's just frustrated because they're bringing in all of these foster kids. Not to say all foster kids uh, are like bad kids, but that is a stereotype that it is used strongly in this movie with right. Andy being perceived as that but not actually that he's just dealing with something that's unbelievable there's also whereas like kyle is a pain in the ass but kyle's just jaded yeah jaded teenager she's been in the system yeah yeah she's never met her parents like andy still loves his mom and they live through the same thing yeah so like you know it's a little different there's a deleted scene that sort of drives home the fact Oh, sorry. That drives home the fact that they can't have kids, which is they're actually on a a list for adoption. And they're waiting, like, to be able to adopt a child. That's why they're doing foster kids. Yeah. Like, that's why they're raising foster kids Uh, in the meantime. Yeah, which I feel like that it's fine to cut that because even without them saying it. Yeah, we know. You just, yeah, like, yeah, like, we know. The movie might be silly at base level but like the characters aren't necessarily silly so you can infer things right yeah, yeah. everything that was cut from this movie is perfect yeah. to cut yeah this movie like, would I mean, have been like 20 minutes longer for n- literally no reason <clears throat> but yeah yeah even down to some of the um cut scenes were just like um a semi driving by yeah, was one of them. I was like, why oh, did yeah. you even take the time to film that? And Andy like sees the semi with the buddy on the side of it. Nope. It's also, no, there were, there was one that was literally just a semi driving by, oh. and and I was like, who took the time to do? Why did you do that? Right. Or like the um <laughs> douchebag uh, assistant guy, like oh, just like yeah. being a baby about the fact that his boss is a dick and he's just like hmm hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's like the whole scene which yeah. is him yeah but there's even noises. a little bit of layer to him like he's like all right well i'm gonna go to my second date and he's like oh i know you love vodka baby yeah <laughs> and he can't get it and that's why he gets you know suffocated by a plastic bag yeah that guy's a dick that guy's a douche that was such a fun kill yeah oh my god because <laughs> you're like oh he's not gonna kill him no no of he course. dies <laughs> but of course but yeah, do you feel like it works? What? The movie. Oh, I think the movie works incredibly. I just think that it's also the convenience is the thing that is like funny. Because right. I don't think the movie's funny. I think the convenience of those things are the stuff that people are like, could I roll? But I think that if you want to have a good time, like you can have a good time here and it's not like... It's not everything. Everything gets set up and paid off. Yeah, but it doesn't. That's that's your biggest thing. It like with horror movies, <laughs> yeah. it kind of has to. Yeah, for sure. Like it's different. If especially you're doing, if you're gonna make six like, more. A, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like and in this and especially for like a slasher movie and yeah. stuff. It's like well, just just like and this does like could be 
dumber and simpler, but there is emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it sucks when uh, Chucky swaps places with the other doll, and it sucks when he ties up Andy, and Kyle comes in, and they think that Kyle tied up Andy, which is a wild thought to have. Yeah, yeah that is and insane. And it sucks when... It even sucks when he kills the father character. Yeah. And it sucks even more when the mother character is so upset because her husband just died, who she loved. Might not have been the most perfect relationship, but we're on the outside of it. Yeah. And she's wildly upset, and it's it's also upset when she gets murdered. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was such a drag. It's so nice in this movie for Andy to have somebody that he can, like, that is, like, you know, nice to him weary of whether or not he's telling the truth is forced to believe the truth and then has like a partner in crime and it's really like fulfilling Mm -hmm. for him and also fulfilling for us because we know he's not a liar right and she's also really cool yeah yeah definitely yeah i agree and she cares like when it comes down to it she could just be like oh whatever fuck this kid but she doesn't give up on him like the teacher gets killed andy runs home Mm -hmm. they're like hey you got in trouble. The they don't know about the teacher's death. <laughs> He's like, you don't even. Father know. gets father gets killed. The um, mother. No, the mother is not yet killed after the cops show up, and she's outside um, smoking a cigarette and, and swinging and swinging. And this is the part of the convenience and the silliness of this movie, but it works because we got ninety minutes to have a good time. Right. Yeah. So let's fucking do it. So she's like kicking the dirt, smoking a cigarette on the swing, which yeah. showed up earlier in the movie. We had a really sweet scene where uh, Andy pushed Kyle on the yeah on the swing to yeah. show that they're getting along. Yeah. yeah, and she sees the foot of the doll, and she pulls the doll open. Its face is smashed in. That was Tommy. And then she's like, "Fuck. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go look in the trash can where we threw the other doll, and it's not there." So she freaks yeah. out to go find the mom. Mom is dead. She's attacked by Chucky. Yeah. And this is where Chucky <laughs> basically like holds her by like knife point to get to Andy. So right. yeah. he can get out of his stupid body. Yeah. Into Andy's body. A little whole new life. Doesn't that sound nice? Yeah. But <laughs> so like he go they pull the alarm. Andy's been brought to the uh orphanage and um from there cops show up and they and andy gets stolen and she follows them back to essentially the factory another right. convenience right. which were shown we're in chicago we're shown that it's close proximity right pretty wild in general but it's it is what it is and we get into the factory which is the set piece of the film <clears throat> and i think one of the reasons that me and a lot of other people have like fond and strong memories feelings and admiration towards the film uh because there's something special about a movie that ends in a factory yeah yeah for sure there's something special about and factory loosely but of something that looks industrial so you've right. got your uh aliens you've got your terminator 2 got your cool stuff in robocop yeah you got your uh robocop which is like oh it's like some old beat up factory-ish thing yeah that they're like making coke in now yeah but yeah like a lot of act just action movies even yeah. alien 3 it's like oh well this just looks like but anything with that kind of 
vibe is always fun, but this mm. one's a little fun in a different way because it looks like Discovery Zone, but yeah. inside of a like it does. It's does. like everything's yeah. like this whole movie is so brightly colored. The house yeah. that um, the the foster parents live in is like blue and pink. Yeah, and the camera does like so much fun movement and like angles, and it's the camera's always moving. Yeah, yeah. now you get to go to this place with a you know assembly line of uh buddy dolls it reminds me of um was it called toys yes right? with with Robin Williams. Williams. oh yeah. i loved that movie when i was toys a kid. i've only ever seen parts of on comedy central and i've heard people say toys is a weird movie yeah or toys bombed or i've heard people say uh toys is uh kind of great yeah but I'll I... Have to, I need to watch toys i know it's a dark comedy yeah it is, yeah. With Robin Williams, I've seen dark comedies. With Robin Williams, I prefer them over some of his other comedies. Uh, I loved Smoochie it growing is up. Great, yeah. loved it so much. I yeah. need to see it again because it's literally. I was literally a child when I well, saw it. Last if you time. like Destiny Smoochie, I think you'd like Toys, Toys, yeah, for sure. Also, real quick tidbits, since you mentioned it being filmed in Chicago, it was filmed in Chicago at the same time that Home Alone Two was filmed in Chicago, and it was released the same year. Oh. This film? Yep. I know oh. it didn't make as much money. Okay. No, it did not. Oh, the little dub lady from, <laughs> yeah. from uh, Home Alone 2. Home yep. Alone 2. Little dub lady, like the the Tempins lady from Mary Poppins. <laughs> yep. I love that Tempins. Kyle runs into the factory, Indiana Jones style, mm-hmm. last second. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I had the Pretty theme cool. in my head, and I was like, oh, it's going down, it's going yep. down, and the Indiana Jones theme. I was they did, they didn't have to do that at all, but they flexed. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah, all them boxes, and Chucky's about to do black magic. Yep. He's about to do voodoo on Andy. He's going to put his soul into Andy's body because he already, like, started it, so I guess he has to finish it with him. Yeah. Convenience. Big part of this movie. Yeah. Right. So, uh, the instant storm is so good mm-hmm. because you have the... It, it looks uh, yeah. so cool. It looks so yeah. cool. It's and visually appealing. We see it a lot in movies, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I will start to believe in magic when I start to see instant storms. Like <laughs> okay. That. Yeah. I'm all just right. saying, like, all right, so guys. never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love to see that. So he finishes the spell. Yeah. And Chucky's like, oh fuck, my like nose is bleeding, and it's too late. Uh, that's one of the my best. favorite things about the movie too, because I was just like, because the whole time he's just like getting blocked, at, like time after time. Time after time. It's also stealing that kid's soul, and then it was just or stealing his body, and then he finally does it, and it's just like, oh yeah, too late. It well, it's a, <laughs> yeah. great. It, what it, it does great. is like it subverts your expectations. Where you're yeah. like, oh shit, like this is like in in most movies like this, he would be doing this at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Kyle comes in, does something to kill him. Yeah. Right. But here he totally gets his whole thing off, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work, and it's just because he's too late. Now he's stuck yeah. in this body, and now he's got nothing left to lose. Well, because so if it full... happened again, if he, if he got stopped again by Kyle, it would it would just be annoying. It would be, it, well, it would just It'd be, be the, like, oh, okay, just, well, cool, yeah, it would, happens again. Yeah, but that's what you expect. Is exactly like, for it to be stopped again, or for the in, the movie to end with that again. But it's like, oh no, he's just pissed now because yeah. he can't do that and i think that that is also one of the main reasons this movie does hold up 
because it right. does this really small thing that you don't really think about the first time that you see it. Um, especially for me, because the first time I saw this movie was like AMC, like in October. Oh, like we know okay. when they just like yeah. play movies. Mm-hmm. The thirty-one days of whatever. yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was probably the first time that I watched this. Um, and you know, at this point, Kyle comes in to push some boxes over top of him and gets Andy, and now we're on a chase mm-hmm. wild goose chase yeah the they're, they're climbing up the funhouse roller um like yeah funhouse rollers uh of the like assembly line um and andy rolls down chucky's behind him but he's got the knife so he can get up faster mm-hmm. because he can put the knife between the rollers um the line backs up so you know the night guy has to go fix it and yeah they have the yeah in the dumbest way possible. Uh, yes. Don't fix. I actually say that I attempted to release a pan from the dishwasher at work tonight yeah. in much the same fashion. <laughs> Very dangerous. So but dangerous. It's getting rolled up to where they insert the eyes. Yeah. So of course, you get the like eye kill where the guy comes to fix it and he like, you know, they turn the fucking power button back on for the thing and he gets eyes poked into his eyes and it looks pretty gross honestly yeah. pretty cool yeah i yeah. loved that yeah dude it was pretty great for sure eyeball stuff is hard for me to watch but the way that they did it was pretty yeah yeah pretty good so um they get they basically get chucky stuck into the place where they like this is where we stick the arms on and legs on and it's right. like that's yeah, silly but it's fun and they it's really fun to see yeah turn him into a big pile of goo yeah and we're like oh cool they make him a freak this is fun and kyle uh ends up having to hit Chucky because he comes back at him because he's somehow snuck away. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the bigger plot holes of the movie. Definitely. Because yeah. you're like, oh, there's some blood on the floor. Like, how did he get away? <laughs> he's yeah. not covered yeah. in feet yeah. and he's just half of himself. Yeah, it's like it's he just got like, away like halfway through. Yeah. Maybe he was hugging the inside of the door. That's probably yeah. a pretty expensive and weird shot to get off. But he's all gunked up and up by the legs uh, <clears throat> and arms and... Uh, Kyle. Well, first Andy, he tries to attack Andy. He loses his hand. And and well, that was that was way before. He loses his hand on the rollers, roller thing, because uh, yeah. he gets the gate closed and he pulls it off, and then he puts a fucking blade in his arm, which is rad. But then after like the half Chucky tries to get Andy still, and Andy opens up the the valve vat of the, pla- the of, like, release valve for the plastic, the hot yeah. plastic, and it's so good because like. You see the release valve sign, like yeah. multiple yeah. times, like, and it's obviously and yeah. behind him. Yeah. It's dripping, and then Chucky's lost use of his legs. He's got the fists, but he's not going to give up because he's got nothing to lose. Yeah, and somehow he's on some wheelie cart that's small. He right. assume just has like tools in it. <laughs> yeah. It's like it looks like a uh, like a, a road, um, you know, like a fucking road. A road case for like Molly Crew or some shit. Right. <laughs> if Molly Crew was all little people. Oh my god! And he's like pulling himself by his hand. He's like, "I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you." But he gets got so by, hard by the by the by the gunk. Mm-hmm. But he's like, "I guess he's immoral." I, I mean, obviously, based know. off of the first film. I mean, he's in like, he's like in excruciating pain, but I guess if the body can still move, he's still alive. 
Yeah, it's yeah. not like he's got organs and junk. I think yeah. it's it's best to err on the side of caution and assume he's not dead. But like, yeah. at this point, I mean, yeah. clearly, why they would they do. think that? Yeah. But, Outside of Andy, right? Yeah, so they're good. At yeah. this, I think they're like, and we're done. Let's go. So there's a big pile of doll, and they're like, we did it. And I'm like, not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they see the blood, and uh, Kyle gets knocked onto the belt by the dead guy. Yeah, it's something weird. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess that's right before the wheel box scene. Yeah, that's yeah, that's before the wheel box scene, and uh, oh, he, oh, Chucky did that. Yeah, 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 which makes also like that the scene where he sneaks away and then the body getting tied up and like swung onto Kyle are kind of the things that aren't really answered. But at this point, you're like so into it. Yeah. Like, okay. Whatever. Uh, and we I've get the, already forgotten about that. Yeah, the plastic gunk pile. Yeah. And Chucky attacks, but as they're fo- covering him in gunk, there's the air tube. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, of course, well, why it's not there. do the yeah. cool, gross thing? Yeah. And they jam it into his mouth, and we get the close up, and it turns into a garbage pail kid's fucking like card yeah. right yeah. before he explodes into gore. Which uh, Dylan got to watch some of this uh, morning. He got to see the preview of the Garbage Pill Kids. Looks uh, so bad. I'd love to see it. That movie uh, is so gross. It's amazing. I love. I love it. But that movie feels like you drank milk and ran a mile. Great. It's not. It's, yeah, I love it's so much it. Fun. I love it for you what can, it is. You I can love almost it. not describe something worse than that. That's uh, kind of how that movie makes you feel. It's pretty great. But uh, so Chucky explodes into yeah. a pile of gore and Andy and Kyle leave as the sun cups up, comes up and they're like, all right, let's go home. And they say, where's home? Right. And nobody knows. Nobody knows because they are in the system, y'all. Nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody knows my sorrow. And um, you feel that with them. Yeah. But it's nice to know that they leave hand in hand Mm -hmm. and that they care about each other and that we got to hang out in a toy factory that looks and feels like Discovery Zone. It's very fun. So fun. And that's Child's Play 2, everybody. Yep. Um, oh, so... Uh, I think we all know. I think we all agree. Would you... Camille. Yeah? Would you recommend this movie? Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. We all, we all would. 10 out of yeah. 10. I th- like, would I recommend. Think that, I think yeah. that as far as like slasher movies goes, yeah. like, this holds up better than most of the... Most all of the like Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion... As far as like pure entertainment value, there's some really bad Friday movies. Yeah, and there's some bad Friday movies that I like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's a lot of bad Friday movies that I kind of like. Mm. Yeah, you can like you can like anything. You like you like anything movies. you want, but I feel yeah. like this movie is um, wildly entertaining. Right. Moderately heartfelt, mm-hmm. and um, it makes as much sense in its own universe as it can yeah with being like with sequel vibes yeah yeah like it really has a strong sequel vibe mm-hmm. but it is a wildly strong sequel right yeah it's really good what yeah. do you who's what what who's what what who's what 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 who's <laughs> you guys like that yeah you're welcome uh favorite kill Ooh. Um, 
I want to say that uh, my <laughs> my favorite kill was uh, Grace's kill, where she gets stabbed, and then it's very obvious that she, as she is like act falling into the like copying machine that someone just threw oh, a doll. Yeah, yeah. But then she just bleeds out and there's the just like pictures. Is, like pretty hack. But it it's is like, pretty like, hack. That might be like the... I love her kill mostly because it's like, oh, he stabbed her with the air pump, which is like kind of gross and weird. Right. No, that was the teacher. Oh, okay. But that was very gross Yeah, yeah, Grace, yeah, I'm sorry. Grace was the orphan lady. Yeah. But, um, teacher vibes all around. Yeah. But the air pump and then the ruler because it's like, he yeah. just, he's he a little guy with a ruler. Yeah. Uh, that one, and yeah. then I love the dad being hung upside down and then dropped onto his neck. Yeah. It's not the most violent. It's not the most comedic, but I feel like it's the most effective as yeah. far as like truly like upsetting, where you're like, ugh. Yeah. Ah, the guy broke his neck while hanging upside down. He wasn't that far off of the ground. Yeah, it was just, just like, it felt the most like real in a mm-hmm. bizarre way that it yeah. is probably. My favorite outside of like the Chucky explosion is like really really fun. Yeah. Like the scenes where he gets his scene where he gets his hand ripped off is really good and puts yeah. the blade on it is great. But as far as kills, I'm gonna have to go with potentially the most violent and least bloody of the dad breaking his neck. Yeah, because it's also one of the most affecting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Camille, what about you? Uh, eyeballs all the way. Eyeballs is very fun. It's yeah. it's definitely the most. Fun kill. Yeah. It is. And I, I like anything that, um, I mean, I say I like anything. I, I have a love-hate relationship with slasher films, I feel like, because yeah. I definitely, like, am not really that into actual true slasher films. But they just don't have to be good. Yeah. yeah so it's really yeah. cool when they are. Yeah, yeah It's like exactly. when you're like, oh, there was, like, a half a good, like, a kill in this movie. And right. And you feel weird about being like, well, what was the best kill in the movie? And it's yeah. like, I don't fucking know, yeah. man. Like, yeah. But like how about you, if the movie's just good? And yeah. it's like, well, that's what Child's Play 2 is here for. Yeah. Right. What if it's just good throughout and you're not waiting for somebody to get killed in a weird way and then it's boring? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like in this instance, it wasn't great. You knew what was coming, but I didn't mind feeling uncomfortable in that instance because really, honestly, I mean, considering what this movie is, you're not that uncomfortable most of the time no, you kind of know what's coming you know what's yeah. happening you it's all you expect it, it a little bit like you've said many times at this point so i really didn't i didn't mind it you have yeah. the huge benefit of like caring about andy yeah that's true and uh, like that is it being well made and well put together and well shot and then caring about andy and him having somebody to play off of that you also care about and you also know cares about andy right mm-hmm. is like i think the like the the like magic potion of this film yeah is like no matter how silly everything is like there's no way you don't care about this kid you don't want him to die right and you don't want his new friend to die either yeah and do you want them to like go off and be a family together but that's not gonna happen right which is a bummer <clears throat> but maybe it will maybe it will but like you also Child's know Play that it, you also know out. that it can't happen <laughs> because know. she's like eighteen and right. like it's just not the way it is. Right. But they had this moment where they both shared this experience mm-hmm. that Andy only ever shared with the most important person of his life that he probably can't see again yeah. because no one's gonna believe a killer doll. Right. Yeah, that's sad. And Child's Play Two is good, and that's a huge reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Woo! All right. So uh, that's it. Um, oh. So this Wednesday, yeah. we'll have another side episode, our midweek creep. And then the next episode we're going to have uh, is going to be with uh, Randy Hire talking about Texas Chainsaw 2. Texas Chainsaw. Good yeah, I'm excited to hear Dylan talk about Chainsaw 2. I'm so excited to watch it again. Good I know he wasn't a fan at one point in his yeah. life, and I think that I think I think, I think, I think he might feel changed. differently later. I, I think don't know. so too. Get Maybe your sausage. Get your barbecue. Mm-hmm. Get your. Oh, we should just get a oh, shitload of ribs and so eat it. Too. God, so oh my god, Bye. and watch it, not eat it. You can't eat the movie. Okay, anyway, so. Huh. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you like the show and want to support the show in any way, go on iTunes and leave us a five star review. And then if you listen on Spotify, uh, give us a follow. And then still do the iTunes thing because that would help a lot. Yeah. Do both. And I'm pretty sure Why this not? movie's like on Netflix or something. It's on. It's got to be on. Something. There's no way that Child's Play Two isn't regularly streaming on a service most people have. That's true. Yeah. And uh, keep your eye out for the TV show. That'll be fun. Yeah, I am uh, interested in that and to go through other Child's Play movies. Yeah. I've um, seen one, two, three, and four. Nothing after that. Yeah. And it's been a long time since I've seen four. Yeah. Yep. Which is the, the like, tonal change. Right. All right. Uh, last thing, if you use Facebook, go to, uh, we started a group the other day called um, uh, Black Cat Horror Movie Club. We'll use that. It's a private group if you guys want to go hang out and talk about horror movies and stuff like that. And we'll post stuff about the show and uh, live shows that we're going to be doing um, in the next, you know, Hopefully, pretty soon, we'll be able you to post to on that. Hang the out future, with your private. Yeah, in the in the future. Because would you say miss that? Hang out with our privates. Yeah, it's a private group chat, right? Gross. Well, I don't know. You're the one that said it was private. It I is. don't know. Horror movies, privates. We're all adults here. <laughs> don't actually do that. That's weird. Don't show your privates. You started it in the Facebook. Hang out with us privately. Oh, at Black Cat Horror Club. All Black right, horror movie club. But yeah. Close, it's, it's close. Part. It's a horror club with the privates. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, see okay. you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>